And hello everybody, Jesse Cass and Jonathan Grace here with you as the LMU Lions are set to take on Long Beach State and this home contest at Gerson Pavilion. And Jonathan, the Lions coming off a two-game road trip against Minnesota back here at home to take on Long Beach State. Yeah, I think they're going to be very happy to be at home, Jesse. Thanks to everyone tuning in around the LA area or online. Uh, certainly going to be a fun matchup here tonight. LMU's second home game here in Hank's house. And of course, if you are listening here on KXLU, if you would like to see a video broadcast of, of this basketball game, that's available uh, through WCC Network and Watch Stadium, through LMULions.com, you can find that. But if you're driving or can only find us on the radio, we're here for you as well. As the LMU Lions come into the ball game at 1-2 on the season, this is actually Long Beach State's first game of the year. They had a postponement due to COVID-related issues for what would have been their first game on Monday. So as it goes in 2020, Long Beach State, this will be the first time they take the floor this season. Well, I think it's going to be a heck of a team that they're facing. This LMU team has shown that they're very resilient and adaptable. You know, even those two tough losses in Minnesota, I think there was a lot to be proud of in those matchups, Jesse. Yeah, certainly. The Lions lost by 15 in the first matchup. They came back and then really lost in a, a heartbreaker, a buzzer, almost a buzzer beater, a sh three point shot with just under three seconds to go by the supremely talented Marcus Carr. And the Lions, as you said, responded from that first matchup, made adjustments, and were right there neck and neck in that other matchup with Minnesota, just, you know, a day removed from the other one. Absolutely. Turnovers and foul trouble still plaguing LMU, but uh, the Lions doing a much better job of holding those troubles off until at least late in the game to try to do as much damage as they could. Uh, LMU's Eli Scott, the star prolific uh, offensive player that he is, uh, started to light up a little bit earlier than he did in the first game as well, and that really helped the Lions. Of course, Kelele Pepe as well, showing why he's such a dominant force on this team too. And we've seen the Lions offense really have strong showings in the first couple of games of this season. And that's with saying for the Lions some poor shooting numbers from a couple of their heavy hitters, including Eli Scott, who is still getting good overall numbers. And, you know, you throw in Ivana Leaf, you have a couple of their guys who have struggled to find their range thus far. A lot of room for improvement for this talented Lions team. Absolutely. But, you know, the season is early and they're under new leadership. Head coach Stan Johnson. It's a new standard here at LMU and Gersten Pavilion. So a lot to watch out for there. And he, of course, is still adapting and learning this team, too. So it's an ever fluid situation. Very fitting for this year of 2020 where things have been ever changing in all aspects of life. But uh, basketball is no exception. Yeah, absolutely. So the Lions, we said early in the season, there's, we've already seen, we mentioned the postponements for Long Beach State adjustments to the Lions schedule as well. They were planning on taking on Stanford following this one on Wednesday due to some of the COVID restrictions in the Bay Area. That game has been canceled. The Lions have added a second matchup with Santa Barbara, so they'll actually play at Santa Barbara on Monday and then follow that up and take them on here at Christmas Pavilion later in the week. And that's kind of just something that both teams will have to adjust to as we go forward this season. Absolutely. It's not often in a basketball season that you get to face the same team uh, twice back-to-back. -back. We saw it in Minnesota, and now we're going to see it again uh, against UC Santa Barbara. So a heck of an opportunity for the Lions to adapt game to game and show how quickly they can uh, pivot, as Coach Johnson likes to say, from game to game. Yeah, and this, of course, first season for Coach Johnson, and it'll be fun to see some friendly faces on the other side of the sideline Assistant coach and associate head coach Mike Scholl and Senku Carey. They were both assistants here at LMU under head coach Max Good when, when I first took over as broadcaster. So good to see a couple of old Lion faces in the building as well. And we'll see how this game goes tonight. We're going to send it to a quick commercial, but we'll be back with the starting lineups and tip-off here from Gerson Pavilion.
and welcome everybody inside Gerson Pavilion. Jesse Katz alongside Jonathan Grace as the LMU Lions are set to take on Long Beach State here tonight. Very excited to have you with us as the Lions are back from a two-game road trip in Minnesota and back here at home to take on the beach. Jonathan, a really exciting game here tonight. Yeah, you know, Jesse, I think the Lions are going to be very happy to be back here in Hank's house, especially after those two tough road losses. LMU is going to come into this game undoubtedly with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. I think it's going to be exciting. Michael Carter, the third on the perimeter. A little bump in, hip check foul on Ivana Lipiev. His first personal, first team foul for the Lions. And Long Beach State, led by Dan Munson in his 14th year as head coach. Munson, of course, had the first Gonzaga run in 98 and then left and Mark Few has held that thing down ever since 20 years later Munson has had a long run here at Long Beach State and a couple of former LMU assistants on his sideline Mike Scholl and Sen Q Carey part of the Max Good staff back in the day as shot clock winding down for Long Beach State desperation three on the way by Carter is an air ball and a shot clock violation so about as good a start as you could ask for for LMU on both ends of the floor three nothing lead just over a minute gone by. Yeah, great start for LMU. Not the start that Long Beach State wanted uh, for the Beach, a shot clock violation on your first offensive position. That's a terrible way to start uh, the season off. And, you know, being that this is LBSU's first game uh, of this 2020-2021 season, I think LMU has a really good opportunity to come out early and set the pace. Yeah, of course, this is game number four for the Lions as Douglas kind of lost his footing. His shot went awry, and Long Beach State comes away with the rebound. They work right to left in this first half as Isaiah Washington drive and kick into the right corner but on the baseline or the end line rather Chance Hunter had a foot on the sideline turnover for Long Beach State will give it back to the Lions with a minute and a half gone by. Well as we said a chance for LMU to set the pace with a 3-0 lead and these little unforced errors early on as the beach is still wiping off those first game jitters LMU can use this as an opportunity to strike and strike hard. So Eli Scott Quickly attacking down the middle of the lane, gets to the rim. Left-hand banker is good. And that's a great sign for the Lions. Scott still producing in his usual way, but the shooting percentage has been not up to his standards, but it gets his first basket to go, and the Lions lead 5-0. Yeah, Eli Scott's one of those very adaptable players who, even though he may not score himself early on in a game, he's often in there assisting and rebounding and facilitating, as you might say, but early scoring from Scott is always a good thing. As Long Beach State forces a turnover after missing a shot of their own. Long outlet ahead to Michael Carter the third, and an up and under layup is good. And Long Beach State on the board off the line turnover. 5-2, to 17-40 to go in this first half. A good heads-up play there from the beach. A little defensive lapse from the Lions. Give Long Beach State an early opportunity. LMU's going to have to keep the pressure on. Eli Scott in the right post. Lions swinging around over to the right wing. Douglas thought about the three and said will attack the rim. Banker on the way, in and out, no good. And the rebound cleared by Romel Manzel. Manzel, a 6'9", local product, just down the hill in Playa del Rey. And gets it up court, and the, the beach works on the right sideline with Michael Carter III. Across the middle lane, down the left block, hands off for Washington, up top to Manzel. Manzel now working against Markison. Waldoff tries to spin away under left-hand layup, no good, and Alipia collects the rebound for the Lions, who push left right up the floor with Quintana and Scott playing catch, and now Eli Scott working on the left wing, backing down to Alipiev, open left wing three ball, Travian. That's a sight for sore eyes for Ivan Alipiev, knocked down the three, came in tonight averaging just a little over one point per ball game. Yeah, Alipiev had a miserable two games out in Minnesota. He's going to be very happy with that one to get the ball rolling. Sometimes, Jesse, you just need something to go your way and a little chance to reset. He's one of the best three-point shooters on this team. Expect him from distance tonight. 
The Lions are good defense in the lane. Ball scoots free, but picked up by Long Beach State. Again, working against the shot clock. Michael Carter, the third, splits the screen, pulls up for the 17-footer. In and out, no good. And Joe Quintana collects the rebound with the, the fresh cut coming left to right up the far sideline. Around a couple of screens. He'll fire the straightaway three ball. That one clangs off the iron, and the rebound tracked down by Long Beach State, and they'll work right to left with the basketball. So back and forth so far, 8-2 LMU leads. We mentioned LMU wanting to come out and control the pace early, and so far it looks like they have, but this Long Beach State team does have a lot of good offensive players, and LMU's going to have to keep the pressure on to shut them down and not let a run happen like we saw against Minnesota. It's Romeo Manzalos for the travel. It'll be Lion basketball when we come back from the timeout on the floor. 15.48 to go in this first half of play. LMU leads 8-2. You're watching Lions basketball on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back. Everybody, Jesse Cass and Jonathan Grace with you, and now it's time to introduce you to the third member of our broadcast team tonight, working on the sidelines, John Lean. John, take it away. Thank you, Jesse. With the LMU Lions' entrance into a promising era of excellence, this game against Long Beach brings us back to the 1990 basketball team's historic and unforgettable Cinderella run in the NCAA tournament. Following the death of star Hank Gathers in the WCC tournament, the Lions were tasked with carrying the legacy of Gathers into the NCAA tournament. The Lions took the court in the Long Beach State Arena, the opponent of the Lions tonight, with heavy hearts but poised for victory. They took down both New Mexico and Michigan in Long Beach, putting up well over 100 points in each game. The road ended in the Elite Eight, but their legacy was permanently etched in the college basketball history books. Oh, thank you very much, John, and of course those memories are some of the strongest in LMU history, and we are, of course, playing in Hank's house, remembering Hank's ga Hank Gathers as the Lions, out of the timeout, have the basketball in the lead, leading 8-2 with 15.35 to go in this first half. Quinton Jackson Jr. and Kelly Lea Pepe on the floor for the Lions as Quinton Jackson around a screen from Lea Pepe. Takes to Eli Scott, left wing three on the way, too strong, and Mansell will collect the rebound for Long Beach State and quickly outlets ahead to Isaiah Washington. Long Beach State looking to attack quickly down. Low block left side for Joe Hampton, who flips it in with the left hand, counted in a foul on the three-point play opportunity. The foul's on Eli Scott. Yeah, good job there for Joe Hampton. It's, uh, you know, Eli Scott, even though he missed that three back there on LMU's last position, I like seeing this from Eli Scott, Jesse, early on trying to create those offensive opportunities for himself. Yeah, certainly something that you 
have to continue to add to your game. And we know Eli is so polished offensively. If he can extend that range even more, makes him that much more of a threat. So good that he's not passing up that shot. Didn't get that one to fall. But Long Beach State will capitalize on that three-point play. Hampton, the left-hander, knocks down the free throw. And it's a three-point game. Eight to five, 15-12 to go in this first half. Damian Douglas rifling down the lane into bodies and draws a foul. Strong, aggressive drive from Douglas. Foul will be on Romel Mansell, his first. First team foul for Long Beach State. And Damian Douglas will go to the line. First free throws of the night for LMU. We often talk about Kelly Leopepe not being afraid of contact, but great job there for number one in white, Damian Douglas, to just bulldoze through a bunch of black jerseys. Douglas to the line, misfires on the first free throw. Mentioned after missing an entire year with that ankle injury, he has not missed a beat since coming back. 12.7 rebounds of all game. And his continued three-point prowess on display as well. We mentioned in rather limited attempts, 26 attempts, he shot 58% from downtown a year ago. With that three he made to begin the game, he's now four of five this year. That's a cool 80%, so Damian Douglas doesn't shoot him a lot but he's able to knock down from distance. He knocks down that free throw there, and it's a 9-5 to five lead for the Lions with 15-11 to go in this first half. Yeah, well, it was something I want to talk about tonight, Jesse, that's going to be key for LMU is their rebounding game. Although LMU did have two losses on the road in Minnesota, they did out-rebound the Golden Gophers by quite a bit, especially in that second game by as much as 13. Eli Scott in that game had 12 rebounds. Yeah, Scott averaging nearly 10 of all game as... A missed shot on the end for Long Beach State with Chance Hunter, who was right at the rim but couldn't get it to roll. Now the Lions operate in the half-court offensively. Alipiev, left corner to Douglas, up top to Jackson, who resets through midcourt to Quintana. Gets a screen from Lea Pepe, kicks back to Lea Pepe. He'll put it down the floor, drive and kick for Alipiev. Open right wing three, too strong in the fight for the rebound. Taken by the beach, and here they come. Right to left for the basketball, Isaiah Washington. Cool crossover down the lane and a blocking foul. Quentin Jackson Jr. had good position, but officials pointing to that circle inside the lane with, of course, the charge circle. And it's going to result in a blocking foul for Jackson and free throws for Long Beach State. Yeah, as we saw, a very high-intensity start to this game, and fouls have slowed things right down, Jesse. It's been uh, pretty low scoring the last couple minutes. As Isaiah Washington, the senior from Harlem, New York, at the free throw line. Well-traveled in the college game. He began his career as a freshman and sophomore against the team the Lions just saw. He played for Minnesota for two seasons, then played at Iona, where he averaged a little over 11 points and four assists a year ago. And now here with Long Beach State, former New York Mr. Basketball and a consensus top 100 recruit, so a talented player, knocks down both free throws and makes it a two-point game. 9-7, 14-23 to go here in this first half. Yeah, coming into this game, I could see with all the troubles preseason that Long Beach State has have, an LMU team or any team could really overlook an opponent like this. But something I really admire about Stan Johnson is his next game, next play mentality, not willing to overlook any opponent. He always says the next game is the most important game on the calendar. As Quentin Jackson Jr. with a good aggressive drive, drawing a foul and getting to the line as well. Uh, Quentin Jackson Jr., the transfer from Temple, averaging a little over two points per ball game. Part of that eight-man rotation that Stan Johnson has kept tight in the first three ball games of the year. We'll go to the line here. That last foul was on Joe Hampton, his first, second team foul. First free throw for Jackson is too strong, no good, and 
Jonathan, it should be mentioned as well for Long Beach State. They have a couple of players they expected to be contributors this year who are not playing. You have Drew Cobb, a senior, Colin Slater, a senior. Both of them opted out of playing this year due to COVID concerns. And Max DeGeest from New Zealand. He's in New Zealand who has not been able to travel due to quarantine restrictions and travel restrictions. Those are three players that Long Beach State expected to have that they don't this season. Oh, it just shows you, you know, how treacherous this year has been on, on all fronts. But, you know, a good decision by the NCAA early on, in my opinion, was to not penalize players for opting out due to safety concerns. So those players won't have to worry about eligibility coming back. Yeah, absolutely. It's the Lions come over with a steal and now work offensively with 13.41 to go in this first half. Ivana Lefiev around a lay pep base screen. Straight away, three ball on the way. In and out, no good. And Joe Hampton up high for the rebound for Long Beach State as he passes off to Shaden Knight, who just checked in. Kicks back to Hampton. Left wing three ball. That one is no good. And Damian Douglas will get the rebound and take himself into the front court. As he quickly outlets ahead to Joe Quintana. Those two will work into a pick and roll. To Kelly Lea Pepe, rumbling down the right baseline. Counted in a foul. Kelly Lea Pepe. Mullet flowing in the breeze <laughs> for a potential three-point play opportunity. And Kelly has been all of the buzz around not only LMU and the West Coast Conference, but the country became a star in those games against Minnesota. Sports Center segments, barstool tweets, viral, everything for Lea Pepe, and he's been backing it up on the court. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good stuff recently from uh, the man, the myth, the mullet, Kelly Lea Pepe, and for more reasons than one. You know, obviously the hair is the uh, glaring thing on camera, but his play has been excellent too. He's proven to be a threat on the court, both from long distance and inside, as you just see there. He's not afraid of contact. He references Charles Barkley all the time as a favorite of his and an influence in his play style, and you can really see it on the court. And Lea Pepe, to your point, playing about 20-something minutes a game off the bench as one of those key guys off the bench. He leads LMU, the entire team, in scoring at over 13 points per game so far in the season as he misses the free throw, but the Lions get the rebound and splash home the three, TVN. Joe Quintana on the three. And credit Damian Douglas for that offensive rebound to set it all up. Yeah, there's that rebounding again that we talked about early on, Jesse. It's going to be important for LMU tonight. Yeah, Chance Hunter, 15-footer, left wing, well defended, and misfires off the front rim. And the Lions come away with the rebound, leading 15-7. 12.50 to go in this first half as Lea Pepe working on the right baseline. His pass deflected. Quintana trying to track it down. Now it's knocked away in a scrum on the floor. Will result in a jump ball and the possession arrow will give it back to Long Beach State with 12.43 to go here in this first half of play. Lions just their second turnover of the ball game and halts a little bit of momentum on this 6-0 run for LMU as the eight-point lead is their largest of the night. Yeah, crucially, LMU is shooting 45% from the field, 5 for 11. Long Beach State just 20%, 2 for 10. LBSU is going to need to pick that up, obviously 15 to 7. LMU very happy with the pace of play so far, but they're going to have to keep this pressure on. We've seen how consistency can come back to bite the Lions late in the game. Well, Long Beach State working with the basketball. Jaden Jones, freshman locally from Long Beach, just checked in as did Trevor Irish. Irish misfires, and now Long Beach State covers with the offensive rebound. Irish straightaway jumper from the free throw line. Once again, no good, and Damian Douglas able to collect the rebound, and he'll survey the floor. Now pass head to Eli Scott, crossing over, bumped and fouled. Romeo Manziel thought he had a clean strip, but came across the body of Scott and picked up the personal foul. 12.15 to go in this first half and an eight-point lead for the Lions. 15 to seven, 
Foul for Long Beach State was their fourth team foul. So LMU will inbound on the far sideline in front of the Long Beach State bench. And Joe Quintana will control for the Lions near midcourt. Gives left wing to Eli Scott. Up top for Matias Markison who just returned. Now right wing to Douglas with 12 on the shot clock as Quintana around a Markison screen. He'll step into a left wing three ball. It's off the mark. Offensive board by Markison and he shoves it through with two. Impressive finish for Markison on the putback and the Lions lead by 10 as Long Beach State looking to retaliate but misfire on the layup and a technical foul to boot. Chance Hunter who thought he was fouled will pick up a technical That'll be free throws in the ball for the Lions when we return from a timeout on the floor. 11.48 to go in this first half of play. LMU in front by 10 on an 8-0 run. 17-7 here on the LMU Sports Network. And Watch Stadium will be back. Man, an exciting game here so far as the Lions lead 17-7 right here at Gersten. My name is Frenchie and Lions family. I hope you guys are very comfortable and cozy at home. Now listen, I want to make your experience even better. So thanks to our good friends over at Fresh Brothers Pizza, we're going to be delivering a fresh box right to your house. All you have to do is check in with us on social media at LMU Athletics. Let us know where you're watching the game from. And just like that, somebody's going to win courtesies of our good friends over at Fresh Brothers. All right, make sure you check in with me. Let's get back to this game. What's happening, Jesse? Uh, Frenchie, that sounds great. We'll have a pizza behind this plexiglass here, <laughs> but we got a good game going on so far. The Lions lead by 10. They're going to the free throw line after that technical foul from Chance Hunter before the timeout. Two free throws for Quintana. He knocks down the first. Yeah, the hits just keep on coming for Long Beach State. Uh, crucially, a two-and-a-half-minute scoring drought. They're 0 for the last five, 1 for their last nine. But at the same time, LMU now on a 9-0 run over the last two-and-a-half minutes. And the Lions lead by 12, making a 10-0 run on the second free throw from Quintana. Well, LMU, so far so good here, nearly halfway through the first half. They have Joe Quintana, Quentin Jackson Jr., Damian Douglas, Eli Scott, and Matias Markson as their five on the floor. Eli Scott left wing for Jackson. Covered by Jones for Long Beach State. Dumps down left post for Markison. Sees the double team. Takes one dribble. Passes up top for Scott. Lions move it around to Damian Douglas. Pump fix. Drives past his defender with a quick first step and lays in the right-handed floating layup. 
Damian Douglas with six, and it's a 12-0 run for the Lions. They lead by 14. I love seeing this from LMU. They're trying different things. We talked about against Minnesota, LMU needing to rely on their three-point shooters. They're doing a much better job of it tonight, but balancing that with great stuff inside. And the Lions defense right now smothering as a tough straightaway three on the way from Michael Carter. The third, no good, and a offensive foul as Eli Scott tried to turn up the floor. The Lions turned it over for the third time in the ballgame. We just remind you tonight and thank our sponsor for tonight's game, Cedar sinai Cedar sinai right here for Los Angeles. Well, Long Beach State will have it off the second personal foul for Eli Scott. Tough play there. Lions are ready to push it on the break, but credit Michael Carter the third for stepping in to take a charge, and Long Beach State has it back. They've been without a point and nearly three and a half minutes of action as we go under 11 minutes to play in this first half. 21 to 7, LMU in front. Carter and Washington play catch. Washington, top of the key, creates space for the straightaway three. It's short off the front rim. Quintana lost control of the rebound. Douglas goes to the floor and travels as he tried to control the loose ball, but couldn't put a dribble down as he went to the ground. So the Lions with a good effort on the glass, but it'll remain Long Beach State basketball. Yeah, at this point, 21 to 7, LMU tripled up the beach. You gotta start worrying about, or thinking about rather, timeout calls for Long Beach State. And you know, what is it going to take for them to reset? Yeah, Long Beach State thus far, just 2 of 14 from the field and 0 of 4 from downtown. They get a shot at the rim off the inbound, but in traffic, no good. And the oh, officials dear. are going to call for time as underneath Michael Carter the third grabbing his right knee. T.S. Markison checking on him there. He obviously in some pain and discomfort, and the Long Beach State training staff will take a look at him. Mentioned that... He went up in traffic. It was hard to see the real landing there with a lot of traffic underneath, but obviously Carter, hopefully we hope he's okay from the fall. Yeah, Jesse, doesn't matter what side of the ball, you never want to see a player down. And, you know, crucially for Long Beach State, Carter the third is a huge, huge player for them. You know, just hoping that he's able to get up under his own power. Of course, the medical staff out there are going to take good care of him. It was a tough landing. You know, you see often just how much of a contact sport this, this game of basketball is. Yeah, Carter, the 6'5 junior from Seattle. He played in nearly every game last year and averaged over 12 points of all games. As you mentioned, a very key player for Long Beach State. So he'll be tended to right now. It's a 21-7 score with 10.41 to go. And while we have this break, I want to let you know that Coach Johnson and the Lions men's team returned to Gerson Pavilion on December 12th to face the Gauchos of UCSB. Catch all the action here on the WCC Network and KXLU 88.9 FM, the home of Lion men's basketball. That's good to see Carter III up under his own power and standing again on that knee. He's going to walk off the court as well. And he'll have some assistance from the training staff, but he is able to at least put some weight down. I'll hope that obviously Carter is, is okay. Carter appealing to the the official as well as he walks off the court saying that should have been a foul down there. But as you said, anytime you see that type of fall, you just hope that the player is okay. And Carter, least able to walk his way to the bench right now. So we'll see if we get any updates on that as the Lions will have the basketball here out of the timeout. 10.41 to go, 21 to seven lead for the Lions. And we'll see Parker Dorch, the senior for the Lions, in for the first time this season. He was a contributor for the Lions a year ago. Five and a half points and three rebounds. And 
Seen his first action of the year as he sets the screen for Alipiev on the right wing three. No good, and the rebound collected by Trevor Irish. And here comes the beach down the floor. Isaiah Washington racing down the floor. It's going to be a blocking foul on Joe Quintana. Washington was really barreling down. Quintana couldn't get in position, and he picks up his first and the 15th foul for the Lions. Yeah, it's one of those calls that could go either way, but Quintana definitely, without uh, having his feet set, you know that that is going to be a call just about every time. 10-20 to go in this first half. Score remains 21-7 for the Lions. LMU still has the last 12 points of the ball game, even though they haven't scored in the past few possessions. Long Beach State over four minutes now without a point, and that drought will continue as Jaden Jones guarded tightly along the left sideline by Quentin Jackson Jr. whistled for a travel. And the Lions get it back once again. 10-15 to go, and the lead staying at 14. The LMU doing a great job of controlling that pace of play. They look really in charge right now. And I love how they're moving the ball too, Jesse. They're experimenting with different things, but not getting too risky inside. As Markison trying to get position in the low post on the right side, moved his foot before putting the dribble down, so he's whistled for a travel as well. And hit a little bit of a stagnation point for both ball clubs, but luckily for the Lions, they have that double-digit lead intact as Long Beach State works right to left in this first half. Jaden Jones bounces for R.J. Roden in for the first time. Back to Jones, no good, but the tip follow is good by Romel Manzel, and that drought finally broken for Long Beach State makes it a 12-point game, 21-9. LMU in front as the Lions operate outside the three-point arc on the right side. Joe Quintana drives, kicks back out for Dorch, open left wing three, but he took a little hop before shooting the basketball and whistled for a travel. So that wipes away what would have been a three-pointer for the Lions senior. Jesse, they're walking all over the place tonight. Yeah. A walk to remember for both these <laughs> ball clubs so far. A lot of traveling violations on both sides of the floor. Dorch will come out of the ball game, as will Marcuson. Leia Pepe and Douglas return. So it's Quintana, Jackson, Douglas, Leia Pepe, and Alipiev. And for Long Beach State, Isaiah Washington, RJ Roden, Chance Hunter back in the ball game, along with Romel Manzel and Trevor Irish. As Roden has his pass deflected by. Douglas, who is not happy with the call either as he was ready to race up the floor and transition. A bit of a lucky break there for the beach. I think Douglas was gone and nobody but the wind to stop him at that point. Yeah, so the Lions pick up their, that'll be their 17 foul actually, and that'll be free throws one and one opportunity for Long Beach State. Chance Hunter, 6'6 junior from Inglewood, California. Played in all 32 games last year, starting 31, misses the front end of the free throw. He averaged 14 points and five rebounds, and he's been relatively quiet here so far tonight as Lions lead by 12 and have the basketball. Quentin Jackson Jr. steps into a long two at the top of the key, no. Lea Pepe keeps the rebound alive, and then hands Alipiev, knocked away, and taken by R.J. Roden. And here comes Long Beach State, long lob pass through Manziel, who lays it in with the right hand. So a nice push in transition in Long Beach State. Cuts it to 10. Stan Johnson not happy as he calls for time. And Jonathan, we kind of felt this building a little bit. Obviously, the lead's still 10, but that 12-0 run for the Lions could have been about 16 or 18, but their offense has really kind of slowed down here, and Johnson recognized that wants to talk it over. Well, I think it's good, good recognition there by the new head coach, Stan Johnson, to, to kind of sit back and take stock of things and say, hey, what's going wrong? What can we do to improve? We need to keep this pressure on this team and maintain that lead. Obviously, Jesse, as you said, a 10-point buffer, but we've seen in this game how quickly things can change. Yeah, no points in 
essentially two and a half minutes for the Lions. As out of the timeout, LMU will keep the five the same. Quintana, Jackson, Douglas, Alipiev, and Lea Pepe. And Long Beach State will counter with Justin Renee, along with Isaiah Washington, RJ Roden, Romel Manzel, and Trevor Irish as officials telling us to make some noise. He said it's <laughs> a little quieter in here than you're used to and it'll be like that all season long as Lea Pepe straightaway three ball on the way off the front rim cannot get the friendly roll. And the rebound collected by Long Beach State. Looking to slice into that lead even further as Roden driving kick left wing for Justin Renee kicks back to Roden in the left corner. Dumps down left post for Irish. One dribble right hand baby hook too strong. Rebound pinballed around and finally ripped down by Lea Pepe and the Lions will push ahead. Joe Quintana Driving kick for Douglas down the right baseline, bounces to an open Lea Pepe, gathers and finishes with the left hand. Kelly Lea Pepe on the board with that layup, his second field goal of the ball game, and the Lions end that drought and push the lead back to 12. As we said before, sometimes you just need a little bit of a stoppage to get that momentum flowing again, and Lea Pepe doing a good job working with Douglas there to get the ball rolling. This jumper by Justin Renee. Lions clear the rebound. Quick pass ahead to Joe Quintana. Deep three ball. Trevian. Left wing bomb from Joe Quintana. And just like that, the lead up to 15. 26 to 11. Eight points for Quintana. And the Lions with a 15 point advantage. Jesse, he took that shot from the grandstand. There's no fans in there, so he had plenty of room <laughs> to shoot the three. Now Joe Quintana continuing to show his offensive arsenal this season as he's Red hot here tonight. Misfire there for Menzel. And the Lions come away with a rebound, looking to push again. Alipiev left corner for Jackson. Goes back to Alipiev. Over to Douglas right side, given space. He'll attack into the paint. Spin move. Floater on the run is good off the glass. Oh, the Lions heard Stan Johnson's call on the timeout and respond. Seven unanswered for the Lions. It's a 17-point lead. 28 to 11, 728 to play on the LE Sports Network and the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back. Andrew Alvarez of the class of 2022 is a native Angelina who grew up in Inglewood, California and is a current LMU student. Alvarez served in the Army for four years and decided to enlist with the Army where he could work with computers and become the 25Q multi-channel systems operator maintainer. Where he worked with radio and satellite communications. Andrew is our salute of the night. So Andrew, well done. And a big thanks, of course, always to all of our service members, men and women. 
The Lions lead 28-11 to with 7.28 to go here in this first half of play. And Jonathan, after a timeout previously by Stan Johnson, where the Lions were in a scoring drought, they immediately respond with seven unanswered to push what was a 10-point lead up to 17, the largest of the night. Yeah, that's exactly what you like to see. After a little bit of an offensive slump, a team able to come and bounce back just like that, and LMU certainly did that 28-11 to 11 with seven minutes left. That's a pretty comfortable lead. As Quintana knocks away a pass and gets the steal, now it's a three-on-one for the Lions. Jackson to lay a Pepe, lost control of the basketballs as it was stripped by Rodin, and Lions can't capitalize on the break, but they will keep possession. 7.13 to go in the half and 17 point lead for the Lions. Yeah, very comfortable for the Lions. Again, controlling that pace of play, how crucial that has been. We've seen sometimes LMU get pushed around a little bit by other teams who come out hot offensively, but LMU striking first, striking hard. We said they needed to do that, and so far they have. It's Joe Quintana at the top of the key around the screen from Lea Pepe. Kicks back to the big man, pump fakes. Now a little give back to Quintana, straightaway three, Trevian. Joe Quintana making it rain from downtown. His third three ball, Isaiah Washington with a quick hitting response and lays it in with the left hand. 31-13, LMU in front, 6.45 to play, but Joe Quintana 11 points in the ball game and red hot from distance. It's nice to see that, that range from LMU return after a little bit of slump in the last couple games. Yeah, LMU five of 12 from downtown and 11 of 21 overall, 52% of the ball game as Quintana directing traffic near midcourt. It's a high screen from Lea Pepe again, trying to create space. Shot clock winding down. Lea Pepe gonna back down, he'll shoot a one-legged turnaround. Lea Pepe looking like Dirk puts it in on the follow-away and the Lions lead by 20, 33 to 13. As Long Beach State looking to respond, Michael Carter the third with a left wing three and a good sign that he's back on the floor. Slight limp with a knee sleeve, but he's out there and knocking down a shot. And Long Beach State cuts the lead to 17. 33-16, 5.52 to go in this first half. We've talked often about how dangerous Lea Pepe is, both outside and inside from mid-range. Doesn't seem like there's a place that's much of a weakness for the big man with the mullet. That's Alipiev, a little indecisive on the left baseline. Whistle for a travel. They'll give it back to Long Beach State on the turnover for the Lions. 33-16, LMU in front, 5.43 to go in this first half. I mean, if Lea Pepe starting to hit a one-legged fadeaway, then look out, look out <laughs> college basketball, because he's got a lot of other tools in the toolbox as the Lions lead by 17. As Isaiah Washington, right wing three, that's off the mark. Matias Markison able to claim the rebound for the Lions, and they'll operate into the front court. Quinn Jackson, Jr. over to the right wing, up top for Elipiev. Now left wing to Parker Dortch, who's back in the ball game. 2-3 zone for Long Beach State this trip down the floor as Douglas backs up for a long two ball. That one caroms off the iron and collected by Chance Hunter for Long Beach State. Big left-hander gliding down the rim to the lane, counted and a foul. A strong, aggressive move for Hunter. But that's his first points of the ball game. We mentioned he averaged nearly 14 last season for Long Beach State in his first season with the team. Chance for a three-point play as that foul is on Damian Douglas, his second. Well, not too much foul trouble for LMU tonight, but that's something against Minnesota that we saw a bunch, as we said, in, in the first game against Southern Utah was something that he really was able to capitalize on, but against Minnesota, bit him a little bit. And this time LMU on the receiving end, although not shooting quite as well from the free throw. 80% for the beach, four for five, just 
Four for seven for the Lions. The Lions have the basketball down the other end of the floor for the three-point play completed by Hunter. 33-19. It's under five minutes to play in the half. Matias Markison down the right block. Swarm, good pass out to Dortch. Bluffs on a three. Will drive down the lane. Kick it up top for Douglas. Extra pass left wing for Jackson. Down the lane. Floater on the left baseline is good. Quinton Jackson Jr. with a nice soft touch. And the Lions extend the lead to 35-19. Quick right wing three is good from Michael Carter the third. So back from... That injury, he's hit back-to-back -back threes. Makes it 35-22 with four and a half minutes to play. Yeah, good stuff there from the Lions, 35-22. Again, very comfortable lead. They need to keep controlling the pace of play. I think this is exactly where Stan Johnson wants to be, a position where the team is comfortable enough to take some of those chances and create some of those more risky opportunities for guys that things maybe they've only done in practice. Now they can try them in a game. Filipiev in the left corner, shot clock down to five. Back out for Quentin Jackson, Jr. Nearly bumped off this track, gets it to George, has to fire at the shot clock buzzer. He did not get it off in time, and it's a shot clock violation for the Lions with exactly four minutes to play. 35-22. Lions have hit six of their last seven shots from the field, and Long Beach State has hit four of their last five, so both teams starting to find their range offensively. LMU 54% for the half, and Long Beach State still just at 31. We've hit a timeout on the floor. We'll be back after the break. LMU leads 35-22 with four minutes to play in this first half on the LMU Sports Network, the WCC Network, and Watch Stadium. Alrighty, Lions family, I hope you guys are enjoying this game so far. Right now, I have a very special giveaway for you, okay? A lot of you guys have been asking me, where did I get this shirt? And right now, we are giving it away. All you have to do is check in with us on our LMU Lions Instagram. My mask is sliding down, I'm sorry. But all you have to do is check in with us on our LMU Lions Instagram and let us know that you want the t-shirt. Be sure to also check out lmulions.com forward slash adidas to check out all the new gear that we have for the 2021 season. All right, back to you, Jesse. Thank you very much, Frenchie. Jesse Cass and Jonathan Grace here with you. Lions lead 35-22 with four minutes to play in the first half. LME shooting 54% from the field, including five of 12 from downtown. 
Long Beach State just eight of 26, but they have made four of their last five shots as both teams have been starting to go back and forth and trading baskets in the past few minutes. I think Long Beach State is also trying to do as best they can to maximize from the free throw line. 80% there again uh, on, the, on those unforced errors from LMU. Hunter misses on a left wing three. Lines click the rebound and work left to right offensively. Damian Douglas gets a screen from Markson at the top of the key. Pounds the right hand dribble, zips the pass, left corner for Alipiev, three ball, Travian. Yvonne Alipiev with his second three of the night. And the Lions six of the ball game. It makes it 38-22 with 3.22 to play in this first half. I said it before, I'm gonna say it again. I love seeing the range from LMU. Not only is three-point shooting exciting when you're watching on camera, but it's gonna be exciting for the guys out there on the court as well. You know, a chance for LMU to flex their stuff, especially when the three-point shooting has been lacking definitively in the last three games. And when shots are falling, the energy and intensity defensively feels like it picks up. Another turnover forced by the Lions defense, a travel for Isaiah Washington, and LMU gets it back with 3.15 to play in this first half. 38-22, Lions have made seven of their last eight from the field. And that coinciding after that timeout from Stan Johnson, LMU has reawoken offensively and looks to continue that on the strip down the floor. Markison, double team, kicks out to Alethea, back out to Quintana, dumps it over to Jackson, right wing three, that nearly banked in. Offensive board by Alipia, about to Quintana straight away, three ball off the front rim. No, another offensive board by Alipia. Goes to Jackson, spoon feeds Markison at the rim, and he lays it in with the right hand off the glass. They get 40-22, 2.39 to go. LMU moving the basketball, getting extra opportunities and capitalizing. Very mature play there as well for Jackson, although he's just a freshman, had the wherewithal to know that he was likely not going to win that one-on-one -on -one matchup due to the height advantage, but gave it to Markison, who definitively would, and dumped it in for an easy two-ball. 40-22 to 22 advantage. The Lions get another stop. Joe Quintana near midcourt controlling the basketball. Upper left corner for Douglas, trying to find Markson, but the pass intercepted by Manziel, and here comes Long Beach State. Isaiah Washington pulls up the free-throw line jumper and able to knock it down. Isaiah Washington... Knocking down the jump shot to make it 16-point game, stopping a scoring drought of over two and a half minutes for the beach. And it's 40 to 24 as Jackson lost it, able to tip it over to Quintana. Wild pass intercepted by Hunter. And Long Beach State looking to push. Chance Hunter, Euro stepping in the lane, missed the layup. Offensive board by Carter, trying to go up in traffic, stripped to the basketball, off his leg. It'll be Lion basketball, 137 to go. And that lead staying at 16. And for everyone watching, just want to remind you to follow the Lions for exclusive promotions and behind-the-scenes features for your LMU Athletics teams. Like LMU Lions on Facebook and follow at LMU Lions on Twitter and Instagram where you can keep up with the team and Frenchie as well. You can also get your inside look at this Lions team. Well, the Lions trying to finish out what has been a very strong first half for them. It's under a minute and a half to play. 16-point lead for LMU. Joe Quintana. Driving down the left baseline, bounces it over to the right baseline to Douglas. Down the lane, and look out below, a two-handed flush from Damian Douglas, rising high to throw it down. And it's 42-24 with a little over a minute to play, and another travel. We've seen a lot of those today. Joe Hampton shuffled the pivot foot before putting the dribble down. And LMU will again go the other way on the turnover for Long Beach State. That is their ninth turnover of the half. 
I think a stoppage is exactly what Long Beach State needs at the moment. With just a minute and some change left in the second half. LMU's starting to run away with it for sure. Yeah, trying to close that what's been a very strong first half. LMU does have 10 turnovers of their own, but they've certainly been able to make up for it with the high shooting percentage of 55%, forcing eight turnovers to Long Beach State and holding Long Beach State to just 29% from the field. As the Lions work on the offensive end, one minute to play in this first half. Alipiev off the feet from Jackson, straightaway three. That's no good. Rebound battled for and secured by Trevor Irish of Long Beach State. And the Beach will push up with 50 seconds to play in the first half. Carter up top to Manziel. Now left wing to Isaiah Washington. Hopping into the lane, puts up the floater in the middle of the key and able to drop it in. Well, Washington now with eight points in the ball game, makes it 42 to 26. There are 32 seconds to go in the half, seven second differential between the game and shot clock for the Lions. They weave it around the perimeter. In the hands now of Quentin Jackson Jr. at the U of the LMU logo. Trying to work pick and roll, he lost it as it was knocked away by Carter and then commits a foul. And that'll be free throws for Long Beach State. Stan Johnson not happy. 19.6 seconds to go in the half and free throws upcoming for Long Beach State. We just say I got a chance to speak with Coach Johnson earlier this week on Wednesday, just a couple days ago, and we got a chance to sit down and debrief the first three games of the season. And something he said as a standout was, LMU has to be better at holding onto the ball and stop committing those silly fouls. You know, we saw a, a number of shooting fouls that were completely unnecessary against the Lions, against Minnesota, and that only hurt them in those games. And, you know, it's not getting LMU in too much trouble today in tonight's game. I mean, 42-27, they've got a comfortable lead, but still, just from an improvement standpoint, something that Coach wants to work on. Now Washington knocks down the front end of the one-and-one and, one and makes the second free throw as well. 42-28, to 19.6 seconds to go in the half. Lions... We'll have the last shot of the half if they can hold on to the basketball. Joe Quintana looks back at the sideline, gets the play call from Johnson. Dribbling out near midcourt with eight seconds to play in the half. The screen from Lea Pepe gets the switch with the big man Manziel. Shot clock to three, trying to dump down for Lea Pepe. Pass nearly broken up and Lions won't get a shot off. So despite a very strong first half of play, Johnson, Stan Johnson that is, Understandably, a little upset with this kind of the slight lack of focus and the kind of final two, three possessions, if you will, that the Lions didn't close that as strong as they would like. You know, the score is one thing, but also just the way you get there is a whole nother thing as well. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a whole different ball game when you're creating those little unforced errors. Well, right now, we're going to send it to our half-court interview with John Lean. John, take it away. Coach, you want my mask on? Uh, your choice. Coach, with the double-digit lead heading into half, what's been the game plan to get off to this solid start and now to maintain it through heading into the second half? Well, I thought we played pretty good defense for the first, you know, 16 minutes of the game. And then the last four minutes of the half, last four to six minutes, we gave them a lot of stuff in transition. They got some layups, got some threes. We got comfortable. That can't be who we are. Down here, I thought their zone got us stagnant late in the second half. We've got to make some adjustments, and we've turned the ball over. We have 10 turnovers in the half, and that's what's kept them in the game. We've got to fix that. Got it. Make sure your time, Coach. And thank you very much, John and Coach Stan Johnson. And Jonathan, kind of right on point what we were talking about. The Lions overall strong 16, 18 minutes, if you would, but just that last minute and a half kind of under the standard of what the Lions would like. We'll discuss it more when we come back 
from a timeout here, halftime. Lions lead 42 to 28 against Long Beach State. You're watching on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. And welcome back, everybody. Jesse Katz and Jonathan Grace here at halftime as LMU leads by 14, 42 to 28 at the half. And Jonathan, we mentioned just before going to the break, and we were talking about it at the end of the first half, really a solid half for the Lions, but just a few lapses, turnovers, transition allowed what was a 20-point lead to be cut down to 14. Well, it's exactly what Coach Johnson talked about in the interview. As you said, those little unforced errors, those little things that have been biting LMU in the butt this whole season so far. But a lot of basketball to and a lot of time left in the season to improve and a lot of basketball left to play. Yeah, absolutely. So in the first half for the Lions, we knew that before that kind of ending drought for the Lions that they allowed Long Beach State to, to creep a little bit closer, a very strong first half of play for the Lions and one that they really did well on both ends of the floor, shooting the basketball only 55%, holding Long Beach State to 29%, and really getting it going from downtown. Joe Quintana, Ivana Lipia, three-pointers reigning for the Lions, six of them in the first half. Absolutely, and I think another important thing, we talked about it a little bit in the intro, but it's rebounding. For LMU, 23 to 14 total reboundings, and the majority of those coming offensively. You know, credit Eli Scott, those guys working inside, Matias Markison as well, the big man, doing well with the rebounds. And that's also an encouraging note. You mentioned Eli Scott. He, of course, got off to a strong start, had to sit with two fouls for the latter half of the first half of play, even with him going to the bench. We also didn't see Jalen Anderson in that first half. He's not suited up tonight. Uh, you know, two key players for the Lions that did not play or did not play a lot of minutes, and LMU still able to score with relative ease in that first half. Well, I think something that sets this Lions team apart, Jesse, is their ability to score off the bench. They're 58 points coming into this game just from non-starters alone, and I'll remind you, that's in just three games. So averaging 20 or so a game, Pretty impressive stuff from LMU. Yeah, and absolutely. We've seen, we mentioned the shooting for the Lions, of course, 55%, a great number. And you look at some of the guys we highlighted before the basketball game who are used to being key contributors for the Lions, who have had a little bit of struggles in the first three games with their offense. Ivan Alipiev, two three-pointers for him. You mentioned Eli Scott, of course. He's going to get his numbers no matter what. But seeing some of these guys start to get that thing unlocked and knock down some shots. Oh, I like seeing Scott open up those opportunities for himself, not only as a facilitator, but also as a scorer. We've seen him put up huge numbers, and sometimes those do come more in the second half, but glad to see him making an impact here tonight. Also, as you said, the range from Alipiev, that's going to be huge going into half number two. Now the Lions lead 42-28 to 28 right now at the break. They've led by as much as 20, and they'll try to keep that lead 
here at halftime. We'll step aside for another break, but you're watching LMU Lions basketball on the WCC Network of Watch Stadium. We'll be back. Welcome back once again, everybody. Jesse Kath, Jonathan Grace, and we're now joined again by the third member of our broadcast team, John Lean, to talk us through some halftime here. Uh, John, thanks for, for stepping in and joining us at halftime. We know the Lions lead by 14. What are some of your early impressions of that first half that allowed LMU to get off to this good start and this good lead? Well, Jesse, after uh, interviewing Coach Stan Johnson, he broke down, he broke down that there's the double-digit lead that they have right now has really been a benefit due to the strong defense that they've been playing. He specifically said that he believes they played great defense through the first 16 minutes. He thinks the reason this game is closer is because of some of their turnovers and that Long Beach has taken advantage over it. But he states that really the game plan to come back into the second half and to maintain this double-digit lead is to stay very strong on defense and to build on that from there. Yeah, Jonathan, uh, you know, one of those points, of course, was, that we mentioned was turnovers, and that has been an issue through the first couple of games of the season and something that's not necessarily a shock to the system for the Lions. You mentioned no preseason, no exhibition, new coach, new system. So some of those early kinks and turning the ball over is to be expected, but something the Lions uh, should be able to correct. Oh, absolutely. And we do talk about these flaws, but again, it's only game four in this very you know, weird and unpredictable season. It was a much longer offseason than normal. Again, as you said, no exhibition matches, no scrimmages. Uh, something that the Lions did do is they turned their Saturday practice sessions into game simulations. So they came out here in full team kit with the music and all the get up and, and they, they tried their best to do that. And so I think that's been helping them iron some of these things out. You know, we've seen a lot, uh, you know, th I think the transition game for LMU has improved tremendously since last season. And those are maybe some of the things that they were able to work out and iron out in those practice sessions. Yeah, and, and to your point with that, the pace for the Lions has been up this season. We saw that in the opening win when they had 85 points. They, of course, 73, 67. They got 42 at the half here. So that ability to move the ball, push the pace, has been a key for the Lions. And, John, how's it been from your vantage point? We know the Lions jumped out to that 20-point lead, but so far they've looked like they've had things rolling pretty well offensively. Yes, but really, both offensively and defensively, what has looked impressive is the team seems very well-rounded with the amount of players they have right now. Uh, Lepepe's obviously been off to a great start. He's playing solid right now. Joe shooting the ball very well. has been very beneficial to them from the three-point line. And really, the rest of the starters have really, I feel like, round, rounded the team out very well. And they're all playing this big part in why they have maintained this double-digit lead heading into the second half. 
That's a great point. The Lions throughout this season, early season, have gotten benefits up and down the lineup. Six players came in averaging double figures. Granted, it's been a tight eight-man rotation for the Lions, but we said some new players entering the lineup and Parker Dorch getting back out there. LMU just getting contributions from up and down the lineup and from different sources. I think, too, the prospect of Jalen Anderson is really exciting. He's a new player. He's gotten a lot of minutes this year. Obviously, that, that first game against Southern Utah with that great buzzer beater step back, too. Tremendous stuff. So it's been really exciting to see a mixture of fresh faces and, you know, guys like Damian Douglas and Matias Marguson who are coming back this season and have made a huge impact as well. Yeah, Douglas, Quintana, Marcuson all have had big moments. Of course, Matias Marcuson led the Lions in their opener with 19 points. Joe Quintana tied a career high the other day with 19. He's got 11 at the half here. And Damian Douglas has been stellar as well. So all three of those players expect to, to contribute for the Lions, and they are doing so big time. So the Lions, as we said, it's worked out well through 20 minutes of play. We'll see how it goes for the next 20. 42 to 28 lead for LMU. We're going to step aside for another break, but you're watching on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. Welcome back, everybody. Jonathan Grace, I'm joined here by John Lean on the sideline. John, what are you looking for from the Lions heading into the second half to keep that momentum rolling? Well, to cap off earlier from what Coach Stan said, their defense has really played the key in maintaining this lead. And the lead, and coming back to the defense, he said they're going to need to build on that, and to, as, well, as well as to avoid the turnovers. He specifically said that the turnovers have played really the big part in why Long Beach has made, maybe been able to came, come back a little, but... He feels confident heading into the second half and has managed to keep his game plan the same and feels good heading in. Absolutely, and I think that confidence has been really important for the Lions. We saw it especially early on when they came out firing on all cylinders, and I think that confidence has been huge. It's something that Coach Johnson has been working on to create that coaching environment. You know, I've been lucky enough to sit down with him a couple times each week uh, and talk about the team and the season. You can see that uh, on the LMU podcast, lmulions.com forward slash podcast to get an inside look into the team, both men's and women's. But going back to that point, I think LMU did come out confident tonight, and I think that's part of what led to that run. You look at Damian Douglas, he has 10 points tonight. Joe Quintana, as Jesse mentioned, with 11 points tonight. I like seeing that play, the, uh, scoring spread out and the three ball also working, John. Yeah, again, too, with Jonathan bringing back up about Joe and Damon, they really don't look like they came off an injury. I mean, we obviously well know that they came off, they had very difficult injuries, season ending, in fact. And they're really, along with the team, have come out, like Jonathan said, very competitive. 
and have done really a great job uh, rounding out this team. Yeah, I think something else, too, that's been really good is the pacing. LMU has come out strong, uh, and they've had little slumps here and there, but Coach Stan Johnson has been very quick with the timeouts to get the team refocused and reset, and they've come back out there and swung hard, and I think that's been really crucial for them. Also, as we said, the three ball working really well, LMU shooting 38% from downtown, and the scoring, John, is a little bit spread out there as well. Yeah, very much so. Back to what we were talking about earlier, just how the game with all the players has been very well-rounded. I mean, it's great to see Joe scoring, it's great to see Kelly scoring, it's great to see Damon scoring. It's, it's very well-rounded, and it's good to know that the Lions have many guys on this team that they can trust to put the ball away. Obviously, and obviously we talked about the three ball, 38% from downtown, but LMU also outscoring Long Beach State 14 to 16 with points in the paint. Credit to Eli Scott, Matias Markison, even Kelly Leopepe, who's been working tremendously inside. Uh, you know, I also want to talk about second chance points, those little second chance opportunities. Obviously, the highlight reel put away from Matias Markison early on. Long Beach State had one for themselves, but I think working those different sides of the courts and flexing that defense is going to be very important. We're going to send to a break with that. You're watching Lions Men's Basketball on the WCC Sports Network, powered by Watch Stadium. Welcome back, everybody. Jonathan Grace, I'm joined by Jesse Cass this evening and John Lean on the sideline. Happy to have you along with us. 28-42, the Lions out in front with a commanding lead. It's been very, very exciting to watch, as John was talking about, and we were talking about at halftime with Jesse as well. LMU doing a great job controlling the pace of play, spreading out the scoring. Douglas, 10 points. Quintana, 11 points. Lea Pepe and Alipiev, also six points apiece. Matias Marcus in the big man, even with four for good measure, Jesse. Yeah, it's been a... Fun 20 minutes of play. We'll see if the Lions can keep it up. They lead by 14 at the half, and we're ready for half number two. Of course, the Lions, despite being without Jalen Anderson tonight, have not missed a beat offensively, as you said, and just kind of broke down 53% from the field and looking to add on and get it going as we start the second half. I think there's a lot of good stuff to look forward to for this Lions team. Eli Scott has come out swinging tonight. It's great to see from zero and white. Uh, the Lions have the ball to open up this second half of play. And they will work right to left. They have their original starting five intact. Quintana, Douglas, Alipiev, Scott, and Markison. Scott kicks out for Quintana over right wing for Alipiev. Right wing three ball. Travian! Ivan Alipiev has unlocked his offensive game. Third three of the night. And it's a nine-point outing for him as a quick-hitting response from Isaiah Washington. Makes it 45-30 with just 30 seconds gone by in the second half as the Lions go right post to Markison. Dangerous pass. Damian Douglas with a save nicely in the left corner. Around the back pass from Scott. Alipiev tried to do the same. That one did not work as well. It'll be a turnover for the Lions. Their 11th of the ball game and gives it back to Long Beach State. So there's those turnovers we talked about again. But again, that three ball as well for LMU. So good and bad starting this opening second, yeah, second quarter. Yeah, 45 to 30, 19-12 to go in the second half as Long Beach State 
Works. Manziel passed up what might have been a layup because Markson was in the area. They swing it around for a chance. Hunter, right wing three is good. That makes it a 12-point game. 45-33. One minute gone by in the second half of play as LMU works right to left. Ivan Alifiev dribbling out near the top of that 2-3 zone. And Michael Carter, the third, reaching in on the perimeter, will be whistled for his first personal and the first team foul of the second half for Long Beach State. This foul trouble is going to really come back to bite Long Beach State if they don't be careful. You know, coming back from a halftime, you've got a lot of time to sit down with your team and your coach and talk things over and debrief and go over the numbers and reset. But coming out with an unforced error like that early on can really bite you. Well, the Lions look to attack. Eli Scott out for Lipiev. No hesitation, fires again. This one from the left wing is short off the front rim. The rebound taken by Long Beach State, Isaiah Washington. Crossing over into the front court, up top for Joe Hampton. Down the lane, pivoting, bounces left post for Manziel. Now looks to attack on Markison. Good ball fake, blocked but fouled as Markison swiped down to try to reject that one away. But she said a good ball fake there for Manziel and earning a trip to the free throw line. Absolutely. You know, they're going to have to capitalize off any opportunity they get with a deficit like this, 45-33. Of course, anything can happen. There's the better part of 20 minutes left of basketball to play. And I'm sure Stan Johnson, obviously, many things he's happy about, but the lead, as we said, probably should be larger for the Lions, just sitting at 12 right now. And a chance for Long Beach State to trim it down even further as Manziel's free throw ricochets off the iron, and he'll have one more upcoming. I think his coach said they can't relax. We saw this time and time again. You see it also in, you know, in the professional game as well. A team can relax in, in a uh, post-game series. And, you know, bad things can happen, especially at the collegiate level with how quick things go. The pace is so, so fast, scoring so prolific. So is going to have to keep the pressure on and stay vigilant. As Manziel knocks down the free throw, one out of two, makes an 11-point game, 45-34. Ivana Lipiev, Joe Quintana in the same area. They get it down low post from Markerson battling in the lane, and he draws a foul as he is able to pivot it to the middle of the lane and get himself a trip to the free throw line. Howls on Romel Manzel, his second. Second team foul, and Markison to the line. Four points in 13 minutes for the big man. Came in averaging a little over 10 on the season. It was interesting there on that last position for LMU. I think Markison drew contact two or three times, and the official ended up calling the foul on the last one. So the refs are letting him play this evening, and it's been chippy, but so far, so good. Yeah, letting them on a bang underneath as Markison able to knock down the first free throw. We've seen some big contact tonight as well. You know, Marcus Carter, the third, also going down hard early in the game. Glad to see he's all right. But there has been some pretty notable head banging under the rim. Uh, Markison looking to capitalize off that contact, makes both free throws. And the Lions' lead is 13, 47-34. Two minutes gone by in the second half of play. Michael Carter the third, his pass deflected by Markison and tracked down by Damian Douglas as the Lions come away with the steal. And now left to capitalize off the turnover as Douglas, left wing for Eli Scott. Was up top to Quintana as the Lions continue to work against a 2-3 zone defensively. Back in the hands of Douglas with the shot clock winding down. Down to three on the clock. Alipia is going to have to create. Goes to Scott. Open right wing three at the shot clock buzzer. A little bit short off the front rim. The rebound taken by Isaiah Washington as he'll race up the near side of the floor. And a carrying violation as Washington 
try to get a little creative on the crossover and uh, just put that ball too high up in the left palm and whistled for the carry, gives it back to the Lions with 17.29 to go in the second half. You know, Jesse, I know Eli Scott's not much of a three-point shooter, but I like seeing him take those outside shots. He's trying, he's trying, trying to prove how versatile he is. Of course, doesn't have to do that. The numbers speak for themselves, but I like him trying to create those offensive opportunities any way he can. Yeah, no question as the Lions with an unforced error, turn it over. Long Beach State looking to respond. Michael Carter the third, met by two defenders on the right wing. Now puts the dribble down, pulls up for the contested 15-footer in and out, no good. Tip follow from Manziel, no. And Douglas trying to corral the rebound, could not, he tips it out of bounds. And it'll be Long Beach State basketball. Exactly 17 minutes to play in this second half and 20 on the shot clock for the beach who has the basketball. LMU's gonna have to be careful on those turnovers. Looking at the statute right now, Long Beach State has 11 points off LMU's turnovers. And with a team that has only 34 total points, that's round about a third of the scoring for the beach has come off turnovers. As we wanna let you know, as Hunter splashes a three ball, tonight's game is sponsored by Cedar sinai Cedar sinai right here for Los Angeles as Long Beach State refusing to go away quietly. Chance Hunter after a slow start has gotten his offense rolling. Nine points, couple of three balls. It's a 10 point game, 47-37. 16.32 to go in the second half as LMU works against that zone. Long Beach State content to use that 2-3 zone defensively. Eli Scott in the lane, left-hander, no. He was hit on the wrist as he went up for the shot. It'll be the foul on Joe Hampton. His third personal, third team foul for Long Beach State in the half, and Eli Scott to the free throw line. Two points, two boards for Scott. Mentioned he was hampered by foul trouble in the first half. It'll be his first free throws of the night. Senior shooting 57% from the line through three games so far this year. Something exciting, Jesse, coming into this game, Eli Scott had 598 rebounds. Now in this game, now 600 career rebounds for number zero in white. And that is 24th all time, excuse me, 24th currently amongst active D1 players. Not too shabby from Eli Scott. And he will have his name, and already does, etched all over the LMU record book by the time his senior season has concluded. He makes both free throws, and the lead for the Lions is 12. 49-37 as Washington aggressive drive to the rim. Could not finish, and the Lions come away with the rebound as Eli Scott Trots it head, goes to Douglas, catch and shoot left corner three. Too strong, Lea Pepe engulfs the offensive rebound and is fouled underneath. You know, Lea Pepe is a load down there. He had a huge offensive rebound and a three-point play at the end of the Minnesota game that had tied the game before that Marcus Carr winner, but we know Lea Pepe can really attack the offensive glass. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look at that. It was a three-on-one, and he came away the clear winner there and drew the foul. So 34 and white has come to play as Joe Hampton's got to take a seat on the bench with his fourth personal foul. Lines inbound to Quentin Jackson. Jackson hop step into the lane, kicks out for Douglas. Pump fakes now, dumps down right post for Lea Pepe. Swings through as it knocked out of his hands. It'll stay Lion basketball, and that'll send us to a timeout on the floor. 15.52 to go in the second half. LMU 49, Long Beach State 37 on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium.
Lions with a really nice lead here, 49 to 37. And now, Lions, we're going to do something very different this game. It is all about recognizing one of the members of our Lions family. And today, it is all about Kenji Bonds. Now, Kenji and his daughter are huge Lions fans, and they said that they're very excited about this season and the welcoming experience here. Kenji also mentioned to me that he's very excited to see Damian Douglas elevate his game each and every game. And if you've been watching so far, he is not disappointing. Okay, back to you, Jesse. Yeah, Frenchie right on there. Damian Douglas, 10 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists in 23 minutes of action while shooting 50% from the field. He has continued his strong play that has really been all season long in the early going as lines out of the timeout. Swinging around the perimeter, find an open left corner. Joe Quintana for three. and Perfect ball movement out of the timeout. And Quintana knocks down his fourth three of the game. LME leads by 15, 52 to 37. You know, Jesse, it's amazing to me. This Long Beach State team has seen how the three ball from LMU has hurt them, and still they're leaving the outside open. Yeah, they that was opened up initially. They double teamed Eli Scott in the post. The shot clock winding down, and as Eli often does, made the first initial correct pass, and then his teammates followed suit with that great ball movement. Yeah, and the ball movement has been fantastic tonight for LMU, something that we've been waiting to see from this Lions team. We saw it a couple times last season in crucial games that they came away with a win in, but tonight it's been beautiful. Carter, the third off the inbound, shoots the jumper, rattles around no, but a tip follow is good from Chance Hunter. Now Hunter in a double figures with 11 points and makes it a 13-point ball game, 52-39. to 15-15 to go here in this second half. Now Lepiev to Scott. Beautiful pass to Leah Pepe, who's rebuked at the rim by Manzel. An impressive block. And Long Beach State will push it down the other end of the floor. Hunter creating his way down the left side of the lane and banks it in with the left hand. So a good end-to-end -end action there for Long Beach State. The block at the rim, and then Hunter able to capitalize off that. And Long Beach hanging around, back with an 11, 52 to 41, 14-45 to go in this second half. Douglas thinks about the three, fires it. That one short off the iron from the right corner, and the rebound taken by Long Beach State. Isaiah Washington drives, kicks it right wing for Hunter for three. That one short. Rebound taken by Eli Scott. He continues to climb the record books there as Douglas gliding to the rim. And an offensive foul. That'll be the third personal on Douglas, and third team foul. And that's one that probably at the NBA level would be a block, but in the college game they love to call the charge, so that one goes against Damian Douglas. Yeah, Eli Scott has, has talked very frequently about how easy it is to draw the charge, and we're seeing it there from Damian Douglas. Good effort play, though. Can't take that away from yeah, him. Yeah, it looked like he tried to avoid the body as much as he could, but... Does not get the benefit of the call there, and play will go back the other way. Long Beach State with the basketball is Menzel over right corner for Trevor Irish, the seven-footer, puts it on the floor. Up and under move with the right hand. Baby Hook is a nice one. And Long Beach State, for the first time in quite some time, has trimmed that lead under double digits. Nine-point advantage, 52-43, 13-52 to go in this second half. Yeah, LMU cannot get complacent here. Something Stan Johnson talked about getting relaxed, getting complacent. They've got to stay on their game. Eli Scott, pump fakes, drives in traffic to the rim. Blocked at the rim again, this time by Trevor Irish. And Long Beach State looking to push the basketball. Chance Hunter met at the three-point arc on the right wing by Leah Pepe. He'll call for a screen. Now pass it over left sideline for Isaiah Washington. Washington 
In and out dribble, right wing for Carter, a three ball on the way. Off the iron, no, and Alipiev collects the rebound. His seventh rebound of the game. And the Lions will look to end their drought of nearly two and a half minutes. Lea Pepe down the lane, and that's going to be another offensive foul. Well, the Lions, we saw it at times in the first half where they had stretches where the offense went dry. But LMU just one of their last seven and a scoring drought of two and a half minutes. Yeah, and at the same time, LBSU 6-0 over the last two minutes and some change. So LMU's got to be careful. We talked about complacency and LMU shooting themselves in the foot just a little bit here with these offensive fouls, little mistakes here and there. The transition game again has been a huge point of contention this season. Eli Scott with some good defense. Manziel misses, and Scott comes up the middle of the floor with the right-hand dribble. Picks up the dribble, kicks it out to Elite Pieb. Now to Quintana, swings left corner for Douglas, and resets back to Scott near the top of the key as he's met by Manziel on the switch, driving kick. Open, Douglas left corner three. Short off the iron, rebound fought for. Lea Pepe able to fight for it and secure it. And Quintana, he'll try his luck at a three. Travian! Joe Quintana. Five for eight from downtown, 17 points for the junior, and a much-needed basket for the Lions. We talked about how Damian Douglas and Joe Quintana and Matias as well, the big man, have come back after not playing last season and have not missed a beat. They have been on and arguably better than ever, and it's great to see the range here from LMU. 17 points for Quintana, 10 for Douglas. Good stuff for the Lions. Yeah, Joe Quintana, mentioned he tied a career high with 19 points. In the first matchup against Minnesota, he's on his way to eclipsing that here tonight as he had committed a foul back on the other end of the floor. Now Long Beach State will work with the basketball. 12-24 to go in this second half. And the lead is 12 for the Lions. As Hunter, a tough one-legged fall away. No good. Eli Scott able to hop in for the rebound. And the Lions look to add to their lead. Scott feeds Marcuson in the middle of the lane. One-hand floater push shot is short as it does not reach the iron and Long Beach State collects the rebound as R.J. Roden, left-hander up the front court, down the middle of the lane, into two line defenders, knocked away by Markison, recovers, kicks it out left corner for Hunter for three, that's no good, and Alipiev able to collect another rebound for him. And the Lions dodge a few bullets there and come back right to left. I hate to break it to you, Roden, but that size matchup is not gonna work against Matias. And there is the big man, a little Turn over the left shoulder for a right-hand baby hook. Drops it in. Eight points for the big man. And the lead back up to 14 after Long Beach State had trimmed it down to nine. Yeah, LMU doing a good job of opening up that lead again. They're going to have to be careful, though. Stay vigilant. So we've hit a timeout. Don Monson wants to talk it over. 11.26 to go in the second half of play. LMU 57, Long Beach State 43 on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium.
Lions Athletic Fund is the official fundraising arm of LMU Athletics, focusing on our mission of providing student athletes with opportunities to succeed at the highest level in intercollegiate athletics, in the classroom, and in life. Make an impact today by visiting lmulions.com backslash donate. And thank you, Jonathan, as we back out of the time at 11.26 to go in this second half of play. LMU's lead is 14, which is exactly where it stood at the break, both teams with 15 points in this second half, and we've seen droughts from both sides. The Lions went through a one for seven spell before kind of riding their offense, and now, similarly, Long Beach State won for their last seven and without a point in two and a half minutes. It's back and forth. It has been back and forth in terms of momentum, foul trouble, little runs, spurts of energy here and there, but the Lions ultimately coming away better off scoring-wise, 57-43, shooting 48% from the field, 20 for 42, still 38% from downtown. A couple crucial key balls, uh, excuse me, a couple crucial three balls in this game, Jesse. Yeah, nine of 24, 38%, which is a solid number from distance as Quintana blocks Roden from behind off the inbound as Long Beach State try to get one at the basket. And we will step aside for another timeout, 11-24. Just two more seconds ticked off the clock. So <laughs> grab a snack, grab a drink. We'll be back here on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. Still 57-43, Lions in front. We'll be back. Alrighty, Lions family, Frenchie back here with you. Now listen, it is time for some trivia, and I'm gonna put you guys to the test, all right? Be sure to head over to LMU Lions on Twitter to answer, and the first person that gets it is gonna win a gift card courtesy of Bristol Farms. Now the question is, what is Kelly Leopepe's nickname? Now we call him a few things, but what is his main nickname? I wanna know. Let us know at LMU Lions on Twitter. And the first person to get it will win a card. Back to you, Jesse. And let's send it over to John with an update from the sidelines the as we get back underway. That is LMU's 6'6 sophomore forward, Kelly Lepepe. Lepepe has had himself a big week as he was named this week's Lion of the Week and also featured on ESPN SportsCenter. He was picked as their top dude where they highlighted his performance against Minnesota, his mullet, and also his love for NBA Hall of Famer Charles Barkley. The big man notably made all three of Minnesota's big men foul out, all while racking up 12 points and three rebounds in just 16 minutes. Kelly is becoming an LMU legend with not just LMU students and fans, but other college, ball, college basketball fans around. 
So expect to see more people donating mullets, but I'm not sure anyone can pull it off quite as well as Le Pepe does. Yeah, it's a it's a tough hair look hairstyle to pull off, but if you got the confidence and the swagger <laughs> of Kelly Lea Pepe, then you certainly can as you got a look at him here on the on the video broadcast and officials reviewing uh, that last dunk from Long Beach State if it beat the shot clock or not. But uh, Kelly Lea Pepe mentioned he had a Dirk fadeaway the other day tonight. He's got six points, four boards. He's coming to this ball game, leading LMU at over 13 points per ball game and bringing that extra attention as well. He's really been a stellar player for the Lions. You know, Jesse, I think he's one of those players that has progressed more and more the more he's played, the more games he's played on the court. Six points tonight, uh, two personal fouls, but four rebounds for good measure. You know, he came in last season with glimmers of greatness, and I think turning that into more consistent greatness, we should say. Uh, we saw that he can shoot the three. He can score inside. He's good from mid-range. Uh, you know, and under head coach Stan Johnson, I think that's been a tremendous thing. He's done a great job of developing the confidence and the leadership of these guys. He says they, he wants them to not only be good athletes, but leaders as well. And Kelly Pepe, of course, coming off an all-freshman conference selection a year ago. He has picked up right where he left off as that last look at the shot clock was a shot clock violation rather than a made dunk for Long Beach State as Menzel was just after the time expiring. So the score remains the same, 57-43, 10.52 to go here in half number two. Reset both lineups for you. Lions with Joe Quintana, Damian Douglas, Ivana Lefia, Eli Scott, and Matias Markison. And Long Beach State, Michael Carter III, Shaden Knight, along with Isaiah Washington, Romo Manzel and R.J. Roden as 10 on the shot clock for the Lions. Douglas feeds back to Scott, a little indecisive on the catch. Instead of shooting the basketball, shuffled the feet, the traveling violation. We've seen a number of those from both ball clubs here tonight. Turnover number 16 for the Lions, a high number, but despite it, the Lions still lead by 14. Yeah, with the bright colored shoes, can't really hide the travels, can you? <laughs> and also no, no sounds of crowds to distract as well as Carter the third. Driving down the lane, floater no good, but he was fouled by Markison. The second on the big man, 16 foul for the Lions, and free throws for Michael Carter the third, who had an injury scare in the first half, but has come back and played well. 10 points along with two boards for Carter. His first free throws of the night coming up. I think one of the biggest challenges for this Long Beach State University team is they do have three players in, tr in double digits, but those are pretty much the only players who have scored on the court tonight. Carter the third, Washington, and Hunter as well. And LMU only with two players in double figures, but the scoring way more spread out. You've got Markison with eight, Alipiev knocking on the door with nine. As we've mentioned before, Le Pepe with six. Yeah, the Lions, as has been the case all season long, getting contributions from multiple scoring options as Carter goes one for two at the line and makes it a 13-point game. 57-44, 10-15 to go in this second half as LMU operates right to left. Quintana tosses in for Markson, turnaround left-hand baby hook, rolls off the iron, was halfway down but would not fall. Now Long Beach State looking to respond. Carter blocked at the rim by... Damian Douglas on a lob attempt, oh, oh, an incredible oh. recovery, and the Lions push back off of that. What a play by Douglas. Yeah, that was an effort play and a half. I think back to you know that monster dunk where LeBron, or monster block where LeBron came out of nowhere. Damian Douglas doing his best King James impression there as he swooped in and denied the play. Douglas couldn't make the three on the other end. Now down the floor, 
Isaiah Washington bumped by Joe Quintana. His third and 17 foul. That'll be a one-on-one -on -one free throw opportunity for Isaiah Washington and Long Beach State. 57-44, LMU in front with 9.37 to go in this second half. Quintana knocking on the door of a career-high 19 points. 17 tonight. Not too far behind. And we'll get a quick breather as will Marcuson. Uh, Joe Quintana and Damian Douglas both obviously missed all of last season with respective injuries as Washington makes the first free throw. But both have been stellar coming back here in 2020. And the number change for both players makes no difference in the ball game. For those that remember, Douglas wore number 13. He now wears number one. And Quintana wore number 15. He now wears number two. And they are two of the top players for the Lions as Washington makes one out of two. Lions looking to respond quickly. Leia Pepe kicks out to Jackson. Open left wing three. Travian! Quinton Jackson Jr. knocks down the three ball for the Lions. Lead back to 15. Quick attack back the other way by Washington. Layup in traffic, no good. Rebound by the Lions. And Eli Scott up the near side of the floor. Swings top of the key for Jackson. Hands off to Douglas, who will give it right back to the senior, Quinton Jackson Jr. Lions survey the scene with the 2-3 zone defense for Long Beach State. Douglas to Jackson, finds Scott at the free throw line, kicks back to Douglas, thought about the three. Instead goes to Scott this time. Back to Douglas, who will fire the three and knock it down. Travian, Damian Douglas with the three ball. He has 13 and the lead back up to 18 for the Lions, 63-45. Scott was just toying with his own defense there, standing just enough inside where they'd cover him and bunched everyone up, left the outside completely open. Good smart play there from the Lions. Now Eli Scott always a tremendous facilitator, and he said to, to Damian, you don't like that three, I'll get you one a couple <laughs> feet to the right side, and Damian knocked it down. Douglas will take a breather. Quintana back in off the foul for the Lions. It was on Douglas his fourth. So he'll go to the bench with four fouls and 8.36 to go. And a one-on-one free throw opportunity for Michael Carter the third. He's able to knock down the first. And it'll be now two for three from the free throw line for Carter the third. 12 points. As we said before, one of the three Long Beach State University players in double figures tonight. He's been a key factor in this game, as he was all of last season for this team. Yeah, 13 points for him, tied for a Long Beach State game high. He averaged nearly 13 last year, so right on his usual pace. So 16-point line lead. Lea Pepe opens straight away, three ball. Trivian! <laughs> Kelly Lea Pepe from downtown. LMU has knocked down 12 three-pointers as a team. That's Lea Pepe's first of the ball game. And the lead is 19 as Carter puts the double team into the lane and the body of Lea Pepe, a blocking foul, and more free throws upcoming for Michael Carter III. Well, Lea Pepe likes that spot open right in the middle for the three ball. We've seen him shoot that before. We saw it against Minnesota. We're seeing it here tonight. But what a pass by Eli Scott to set him up across the body as he was kind of stumbling back. Great stuff there from both of them. Now Kelly Lea Pepe, as we just heard a few moments ago, the, the talk of the nation. That mullet, of course, a big hit across the country, and he's got the, as we said, the game to, to go along with it. Nine points and five boards for Kelly Lea Pepe. Carter connects on the first free throw. 8.07 to go in the second half. 66-48 lead for LMU. 
Carter good again on both. Makes it a 17-point ball game, 66-49. And the Lions will now face, face some full-court pressure from Long Beach State. One quick pass from Eli Scott to Jackson breaks it, and Long Beach State will now play in a man defensive set. We've seen them in zone for the majority of the ball game as Lea Pepe drive kicks to Scott. Extra pass, Alipiev open right wing three ball. Trevian! It's raining threes for the Lions, 13 threes. Seven in the half, and the lead is 20, which matches the largest of the ball game. As Carter on the drive, fouled, he'll go back to the line. But the Lions lead by 27.40 to go on the WCC Network and Watch Stadium. We'll be back. So over the past few weeks, we've really seen a strong start for many WCC teams. It's really serving as a preview for how competitive interconference play is going to be. We obviously know about the dominance of Gonzaga over the ranked opponents, specifically Auburn and Kansas. Additionally, we saw USF upset number four Virginia over Thanksgiving weekend. BYU and St. Mary's have got off to a one, four and one start and even Santa Clara has started off 4-0. Needless to say, the WCC is going to be a tough competition for everyone, and no team should take anyone for granted this year. Guys? Yeah, John, that's really been the case of the league over the last handful of years, but it continues to improve year by year. Gonzaga, of course, is mentioned number one in the country, but up and down the conference, mentioned all those teams, Pepperdine very strong again. The Lions expect to be in the mix, and it's gonna be a real fight to get into that top four uh, and be one of those top teams in the conference. I think it's always exciting to see a conference grow and develop and when most of the teams in that conference are improving in the way that they are, as we've seen this season, it, uh, it makes for some exciting basketball, especially in the postseason. And the Lions looking to pick up their second win of the year. They're 740 away as both free throws go from Carter out of the timeout. Lions break some full court pressure and now will operate in the half court. Long Beach State and a man-to-man -man defense after spending much of the game in zone. Lions have made them pay to the tune of 13 three-pointers. Eli Scott working one-on-one. -on -one. Lea Pepe, pump face, gets defenders flying by, kicks to Alipiev, right corner three. She's strong and battling underneath. Lea Pepe will be able to coax a foul from the Long Beach State defense. Fouls on Chance Hunter, his third. 16 foul, so it'll be 
a fresh 20 seconds on the shot clock for the Lions and a new possession. 7.14 left to play in 69-51. Kalele Pepe doing a good job there of drawing the foul. The magic mullet working its wonders out there. As it usually does, Kelly Blea Pepe. Nine points, five boards for him. He's on the doorstep of being the fourth Lion in double figures. Quintana leading the way with 17 right now. It's still inbound for the Lions. Tosses in to Quentin Jackson Jr. And the Lions can now go to work. Lea Pepe, the left block. Double team, takes a few dribbles away. Swings it over cross court to Jackson. Able to corral the pass, now goes to Alipiev, back to Jackson. Seven on the shot clock as Eli Scott has it with five on the shot clock to Jackson. Right wing three for him, Travian. <laughs> LMU unconscious from downtown, 14 of 31, 45%. Long Beach State will drive and another foul will send them to the free throw line. So Jonathan, that's really been the story of the past Five or six minutes, LMU hits the three. Long Beach State comes down and draws the foul and goes <laughs> to the line. Well, for Long Beach State, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you can't defend the three, at least try to pick some up at the free throw line. And Scott talking it over with the official. He wasn't incredibly pleased with that call. Of course, his third personal foul. Mm. And Douglas, of course, in foul trouble with four. And plenty of foul trouble on the other side of the ball as well. Washington connects on the first free throw. He's one of those three players you alluded to, Jonathan, who scored in double figures and mentioned Hunter the other moment. That was actually his fifth foul, so he fouled out of the ball game. Uh, now Long Beach State really with two primary scores out there as Washington makes both, and it's a 19-point Lion lead. Eli Scott's pass deflected by Hampton, but the Lions will Look to inbound from the same spot. 6.48 to go in the second half. 72-53 lead for LMU. Long Beach State hasn't been able to be too prolific from the floor, but from behind the line, 80%, 17 for 21. They're trying all they can to make the most out of those unforced errors from the Lions. Yeah, Lions turnover number is high, as you mentioned, of 16, but they've been shooting just so, so well tonight and holding Long Beach State down. Long Beach State shooting just 32% as Quintana. Another deep three, that one no good. Alipiev collects the rebound, kicks it back out for Scott, and the Lions reset the offensive possession. A foul away from the ball is going to be on Lea Pepe, an offensive foul. With 6.20 remaining, we'll give it back to the beach. An offensive foul away from the ball, never something you want to see, and Lea Pepe will take a seat. The big man, Matias, back on the court. LMU done playing small ball. Of course, yeah, with Lark. Go ahead, Jonathan. Well, of course, with Alipiev and some of the other height you got out there, small ball is, is a bit relative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the Washington fancy dribbling display down the lane, splitting defenders and getting to the cup with the left hand and laying it in. 72-55, 6.08 to go here in this second half. Lions work offensively. Quentin Jackson Jr. on a Markison screen. Over to Quintana on the right wing behind the arc, holding the ball above his head. Now goes to Alipiev. Shot clock down to 10. Eli Scott kicks for Alipiev, steps into a right wing three. That one too strong. And Menzel collects the rebound for Long Beach State, his ninth board of the ball game. Washington again aggressively driving down the lane this time. Whistled for a travel. He kind of got hung up with the ball trying to create space. 
and turns it over for Long Beach State. The 12th turnover of the ball game for the beach. Well, so far, charging down the lane with as much speed as Washington has has worked for him, but not on that occasion. Well, the Lions inbound against that limited full court pressure. Long Beach State will drop back into their man-to-man, -man, and LMU operates in the half court. Joe Quintana controlling near the LMU logo. Lions work it over to Alifiev on the right wing, bouncing now into the right post to Eli Scott. Double team kicks out for Quintana. Finds Jackson and now to Alipiev. And he shuffled the feet for a travel. Trying to get his feet behind the line on the catch to make a move, but a little too quick with it. And the Lions turn it over for the 18th time. So we mentioned the turnover number is high for the Lions. Their defense holding Long Beach State to 33% and offense has helped alleviate that number. But again, like we saw against Minnesota, both foul trouble and turnovers have been something the Lions will look to correct going forward. Oh, absolutely. You know, obviously, 72 to 55, a pretty commanding lead with five minutes left. As Scott with a beautiful setup for Alipiev in transition, lays it in. And a timeout called by Long Beach State. We'll keep it here on the 32nd timeout. 4.58 to go in the second half, and the Lion lead is a comfortable 19, 74-55. A great little play there from the Lions offense to keep the ball rolling. 74-55 with just a shade under five to go. And I want to let you know, stay up to date with the latest information from LMU men's basketball head coach Stan Johnson by signing up for the New Standard newsletter featuring exclusive basketball content from the desk of Stan Johnson. Visit lmulions.com backslash lionmail for more information. You know, Jesse, I got to say, I really do actually enjoy reading those letters. And, you know, obviously during the season, he, Coach Johnson has said they may not be quite as regular, but preseason at least bi-weekly letters. And it was a good look when, you know, no fans were allowed on, on uh, into the games or the practices. Obviously no one on campus. It was a good inside look into what was happening, what the team was going through, their mindset, and this whole process of adapting to a new leadership style from a new head coach and coaching staff. Yeah, and I think that's something that, Fans have been excited to see, of course, with the inability to be here in person and see the team like usual. A lot of these updates in social media have been really helpful for the fans and been a nice touch as Joe Hampton straightaway three out of the inbound, no good. Eli Scott collects his ninth rebound of the ball game and LMU will take that 19 point lead right to left as Quintana to Scott, extra pass to Jackson, left wing three in and out, no good. He round batted around, Marcus and hit it, but it went off of couple Long Beach State defenders, and it'll stay line basketball with four and a half minutes to play in the second half. The yeah, score remains largely the same there, 4.30 to go, so 30 seconds ticked by. And unfortunately for Long Beach State, the Beach just won for their last 11 attempts. Yeah, they got off to a quick start in the second half, but since then the Lions have clamped down defensively. Scott weaving away from defenders, finds Quintana, his three ball is short, long rebound taken by Hampton, who quickly outlets the Shaded Knight. Tried to thread the needle on the bounce pass, a little too strong for RJ Roden. Out of bounds, it'll go back to the Lions with 4-12 remaining, and that lead staying at 19, 74-55. Credit there to Shaded Knight, though, it was a great pass attempt. I think just maybe a little bit too far in front of him, but the idea was there. Kind of a pass we see sometimes from Eli Scott works so well inside. Scott galloping up the floor, goes right corner to Alipia, now up top for Joe Quintana. Quentin Jackson Jr. on the drive, gliding to the rim, left side, lays it in with the right hand. 
It's a 21-point lead, 76-55, and Quentin Jackson Jr. has looked good here tonight, getting a little more burn with Jalen Anderson out of the ballgame tonight. And the senior transfer from Temple has taken advantage as Marcuson, a little late sliding over, will pick up a blocking foul. Free throws coming for Longview State when we return. 76-55, Elmune Front. You're watching on the WCC Network and Watt Stadium. Oh, man, what an exciting game so far. Now, listen, one of my first wishes came true. The Lions are looking amazing on the court. My second wish is that I would love to go viral. So this is what I need you guys to do. All my TikTokers out there, I need you to check out LMU Lions on TikTok because each and every week, my good friend Iggy the Lion is going to put out a challenge, and we're looking to go viral. So be sure to check out LMU Lions on TikTok and get those dance moves going, okay? Let's get back to this game. Thank you, Frenchie. Yeah, let's, uh, I think one way to go viral we've seen, maybe if you're dancing out there, obtain a mullet, <laughs> get that hairstyle going with your dances, and I think we really might have something going. I'll just start growing my hair out then. <laughs> yeah, it might take quite a while. I might need a wig for what <laughs> Kelly's rocking there, but nonetheless, however you can do it. <laughs> As Carter hits a free throw out of the timeouts. 20-point lead for the line, 76-56, 3.44 to go. Michael Carter III has had a nice game for Long Beach State. He makes both free throws. He has 17 points. The Lion lead is 19. Four Lions in double figures with two, two more rather, right on the doorstep. So LMU again had a well-distributed scoring effort up and down the lineup. As Eli Scott backing down on the right wing, kicks out for Jackson. Pass fake goes to Quintana, open straightaway three ball, Trevian! And a new career high for Quintana to boot. Three ball gives him 20. Previous career high was 19, which he had had twice. And Joe Quintana, six three balls on the night. And LMU leads by 22. Yeah, good stuff there again. LMU making it rain from three 20 points for Joe Quintana. Jesse, that's a personal best for Quintana. Yeah, Joe Quintana setting a new career high, he tied it the other night against Minnesota with 19. That new career high, as we said, is now 20. As Eli Scott finds the cutting, Douglas trying to scoop under with contact. No good. Play continues as Long Beach State attacks. Shaden Knight, hesitation dribble down to the free throw line. Kicks it back for Carter the third. Double clutching at the rim and able to get it to fall. 79-59, Lions in front. Quintana outlet to Jackson who leaked to the rim, couldn't finish. Goes back to Damian Douglas. He'll attack the rim and lays it in with the left hand. 
Damian Douglas. Now with 15, the line lead back to 22, 81-59. There's those second chance points again, Jesse. We talked about it, just five for the beach, 18 now for the Lions. LMU not giving up on plays at all. Douglas with a block underneath, ball recovered by Roden. He'll step back for a 10-foot jumper. That's no good. Offensive board by Joe Hampton. Spins away from his defender and is able to lay it in with the left hand. Hampton has played with pretty significant foul trouble tonight, but able to get his second field goal of the ball game. LMU with now under two minutes to play. Leads by 20 on their way to their second win of the season. Eli Scott finds Douglas cross court, right corner three, high archer no good, offensive board by Scott goes up and lays it in with the left hand. So Eli Scott hasn't had to do a lot with his scoring, just his second field goal, as he now has six points in the ball game, but 11 rebounds and six assists again, as he has another well-rounded effort. And the Lions lead by 22. Pass knocked away, LMU comes away with a steal, and the Lions will trot it into the front court with Quintana at the controls for the Lions. Goes left wing to Eli Scott, who traveled with the basketball. Kind of shuffled the feet before putting the dribble down. Scott, kind of a wry smirk, unhappy with the turnover, but he'll check out, as will Damian Douglas, after a very strong outing from the Lions here tonight. Parker Dortch and Ivana Lipia back in for the Lions as Joe Hampton, oh, good. Dream shake move, fadeaway too strong. Rebound collected by Dortch. And the Lions will work up the floor here with under a minute to play and on their way to a nice all-around victory tonight as Joe Quintana in the right corner. Swings it over left side behind the arc left wing for Jackson. Now into the left corner to Kelly Leopepe. Hands off for Parker Dortch who leaves it back for Lipiev. Shot clock down to five. Quintana now drives and kicks to Quentin Jackson, right corner three. Too strong. Alipiev up for the rebound and able to draw a foul on the putback. Yvonne Alipiev has had a strong game here today, to say the least, after struggling in the first couple. 14 points. And now give him 10 rebounds for a double-double for Ivan Alipiev, who has he said he kind of has deceptive size. Six foot eight. With some long arms, you don't think of him as a bigger player because he's perimeter-oriented, but he's been able to really crash the glass here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of credit, too, for Alipiev. It takes a lot for a player to pivot that quickly and come off a couple games that maybe weren't as hot and really focus and intense, like, you know, focus your intensity in those practice sessions and come back very strong in the next game. It can often lead to a season or half-season slump. Not so for 35 and White. Yeah, 16 points and 10 rebounds as... Long Beach State turns it over. The Lions can simply dribble out the clock now. Shot clock is off, 15 seconds to play. And LMU will cruise their way to a 24-point victory here tonight. 85 points, 85-61 will be the final. As the Lions hold the basketball and time will expire. And that will be it. Lions win this one 85-61. And Jonathan, two wins on the year for the Lions. Both wins, exactly 85 points for the Lions. Yeah, not too shabby. Good high-scoring game tonight. LMU at certain points in this game putting on a clinic. Stan Johnson, Stan, Stan Johnson excuse me, has a lot to be proud of heading into the locker room. Well, the Lions pick up their second win of the year. They'll look to build on that with a, a road game against UC Santa Barbara on Monday. 
Right now we're going to get ready for our post-game interview. It's going to be the man with the double-double, Ivan Alipiev, talking to John Lean. John, take it away. Yvonne, you guys started off very competitive right from the start. How did you get? What did you guys specifically do to maintain that competitiveness throughout the rest of the game? I think we uh, did a great job on defense. As the score shows, we have 10 kills, which means 10 times three uh, stops in a row. Our goal was to have seven or more. Obviously, we did. Uh, we have 10. I think we did a great job on this side of the floor, execute on offense, and regularly we got to win. And after this solid win tonight, how do you guys plan to use this heading into the rest of the season? I think we have to go with the flow and, uh, you know, do our stuff, keep doing our thing on offense and defense. And I think we have a bright future ahead of us, and a lot of wins are going to come. Great. You yourself had a fantastic game, double-double, 16 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, what did the game plan have to do with that in order to first, help you First, that? Before, before I say that, I want to say happy birthday to my granddad. It's his 70th birthday today. I want to tell him that I love him. I miss my whole family. And uh, on the other side, I think that uh, we have to learn from our mistakes. That's the main thing. We have a lot of turnovers today. It's unacceptable. We need to have 12 or less. So if we do our, we stick our, to our game plan, we're going to have a lot of wins going ahead. All right. Thanks, Yvonne. Congrats Thank on the you. win. Thank you. Thank you very much, John and Yvonne. And you heard it right there. Obviously, the Lions, I think that's obviously something very encouraging. In a win by 24 points, you see, heard it from Coach Dan Johnson, you hear it from Yvonne there, not satisfied with just the win. They want to play the best po possible basketball that they can, limit those turnovers, and kind of reach their full potential. And we've talked about it throughout this early part of the season, but there is a you know, great potential within this team, and we saw it in, in burst here tonight. Absolutely, and you know, it goes back to that whole idea of glimmers of greatness. We saw a lot from this team last season, seeing it even more here tonight. Uh, you know, Ivana Lipiev, as you said, not satisfied, echoing that uh, message from Stan Johnson going into the half. This Lions team is hungry. They want wins, but they want to win well, and they want to win as a team and do it the right way. That's part of what makes me so excited about this Lions team this season. Yeah, we knew coming into the season that ton of talent on this team, and we've seen it not only in the score here tonight, but the stat sheet reflected throughout the year. Six players on the year averaging double figures. We had another five in double figures here, or four rather in double figures tonight, but Lea Pepe also had nine points. Marcus had 